0: With his own nicotine pouches.
1: Hello again. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage and talking to the folks that make the race cars go around the racetrack. Pit Road reporter for Motor Racing Network, Steve Post, joined by 25-time and championship-winning Crew Chief Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. We've got some racing in the books. We're looking forward to Daytona. How is your non, uh, non-traveling, non non-active racing? Uh, because we're not using that off-season. It's, racing, it's but, not an off-season. No. It, exactly. it may be
0: for the us. Yes. But not for the race teams. Not no. for NASCAR. But uh, it's good. It's good. Got a little family time. Uh, you know, youngest home from college for, nice. for that break. and. Yeah. Yeah, lots of stuff going on, but ready to get back to racetrack.
1: Well, there's the thing. Same thing. My, uh, I have both my daughters home for the holidays, and my oldest one. It was January first. January first is when I generally right around there. January first, where I'm just sitting there, and she says, "Dad, you look bored." <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm getting there. She says, you need to get to a racetrack. Now, I do some indoor stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, that was like on a Tuesday and Thursday. I was, I was on an airplane headed to, or on a, on a car headed to Allentown. But, um, yeah, it's time. Uh, it's, it's fascinating because we get wore down. We get beat up by this. But my old buddy, Chocolate Myers, the, the, the legendary fuel man from uh, R- Richard, Richard Childress Racing, the Flying Aces, he always said, racing is the routine, and we certainly seem to function better when we get into the routine and racing, and we're, we're, we're on the cusp of that for sure. Yeah, definitely are.
0: It, it, this is a time of year that I think everybody's anxious and ready to get going and get that routine back. It's, it's the when you travel, when you come home, yeah. what your bag looks like. It, it, the first time you go to, and tell everybody home, but the first time you go to Daytona the, for the year... It takes you thirty minutes to pack your bag. Yeah, you got to think about what you're going to do. Exactly. By the time you get to the second Daytona, yep. they race twenty five of the year. It's five minutes. Yeah, because exactly. it's the same stuff goes back well, in, the same stuff comes and, back out. And, it's just yeah, it, this is you're ready to get back in that routine.
1: In Daytona, we know where the Walmart and the Walgreens are because you always uh, you know there as yes. much as we plan the plan the pack, packing. Uh, there's always something. I am I am really good at forgetting something every time. So I, I was always good
0: for uh, I was always good for Kansas. The, the f- second Kansas, we come out of the summer swing. Yeah. We've not had to have warm clothes. Well, You've got that. short sleeves. You don't bring jackets. I bought two things at Cabela's out there in Kansas because I, I've gotten there. It's like, who for, forgot for, to pack that.
1: For whatever reason, mine was belts at Pocono. Okay. Um, you know, I'd be up there with the family and not bring a belt or whatever it is. Be, you know, I mean, uh, my, for whatever reason, there's always one thing, that little outlet, the Tanger outlet mall, I would go. Yeah. I think I did that three separate years. So, yeah, all the uh, first world problems that we have traveling around doing NASCAR, right?
0: Definitely, definitely. But the guys have gotten a they've a gotten a trial run, yeah. got out to the clash. And yeah. kudos, kudos to NASCAR, the broadcast. Correct. I want to, everybody, broadcast partners, Fox, MRN nascar teams i mean that's just a work in progress to basically what was it Twelve yep. thirty? they made the call which I, I broadcast people i think had to buy in before then but and then move this race forward to saturday knowing the weather and the devastation yeah. we saw out, out yeah. there in southern california feel feel I, yeah. I i feel terrible for the people out there and hope everybody yeah. you know hope everybody recovers from it but they understood what was coming, and they moved the moved the race forward. We got a
1: great show on Saturday night. Yeah, we really did. got Got the full race in the full NASCAR Cup Series race and the NASCAR Mexico Series race. You know, yep. I was I, I love. We spent some time in that NASCAR Mexico garage, and then I'm like, I hope these kids get the race. Yeah. I hope they get the race, and they did, and they they had a really really good race. But I agree, it was a strange strange time. I knew going into it, I was kind of I, I used to do NASCAR Performance Live with Larry McReynolds, mm-hmm. so every Wednesday. I would have the detailed hour-by-hour weather for the weekend, because Larry is that guy. He is the, the weather geek. Now, I've moved to the other side of this, where Thursday night when I'm packing, I might grab the phone and say, what's the weather look like? So, I was kind of in that mode, but boy, when we landed out there on Friday, and you start listening to the news reports and everything, it's like, ay, yeah, yeah, this is going to be serious. Did you pack the state of Wednesday? Uh, yes, I did. I did. At least you looked that far. I did look that far ahead. I did look that far ahead and uh, and chatted. We have Dan Hubbard out there Mm -hmm. um, and chatted with Dan last week on Tuesday or Wednesday, and he was surviving well. But the news reports were really really bad. So hopefully that uh, uh, get some get some dry weather and get things rung out out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the the product in the racetrack, yeah,
1: pretty darn good. Pretty good. That's for sure. I mean, I thought the racing was really fun. Uh, we ended up with Denny Hamlin and, and, and his crew chief, Chris Gabart, getting the win. Kyle Busch and Randall Burnett, this just boggles my mind how good they are. They've done everything at the Coliseum but win. Kyle's finished. We've
0: had three races there. Yep. Third, second, third. Third, third. Second. Second, second, maybe third I second don't know. Yeah, well, it's I been like that he's Top been, three, all and three They times. do the podium.
1: They do the. He's got a yes. medal every year. He's yep. medaled every year out there. And, and then we're going to talk to Jonathan yep. hassler Ryan Blaney. What a run they had as well. Yeah, twenty third to third. Yeah, it took the provisional. <laughs> Good thing he was a champion. Who, who saw Christopher Bell fourth in points, not getting a provisional? When, when in first practice, he was top four. Top four. Yeah, top three.
0: I don't know. He was he was right there near the top of the board. I didn't. I didn't. And we'll talk to Hassler about that because it seemed like it seemed like Christopher Bell and, and Ryan Blaney, they took stickers for second practice and qualified on scuffs and it and it
1: hurt him. Yeah. And I don't quite understand. I'd like to hear what Hassler yeah. has to say yeah. about that because we'll, it's, see. we'll see where that goes. He was in that camp. He's the one that did it. So we'll hey, see where it goes. he had that championship to lean yeah. back
0: on and yeah. a great drive. They drove forward just meticulously. Yeah. It looked like they were kind of stuck for a
1: little bit, but they kept they, they had a good car. They yeah, had a they good did. car, really, really good at the end there. This Coliseum has been a blast. I mean, this thing has been a blast. We don't know what, you know, there's all the speculation, but man, what, what a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. We got controversy between Ty Gibbs and Joey Logano. I know. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. They They, they thought they buried the hatchet last year, and apparently the hatchet has been dug back yeah. up again. Yep. So uh, yeah, we've already got a rival, a budding rivalry, before we even get started in the season. Um, I, I do want to mention this again, uh, and we talked about it in the context of the rain delay. The NASCAR Mexico Series was yep. there, and we, the MRN crew, we had a chance to spend time in that garage. And there was the drivers do pretty good at speaking English, unlike the MRN guys who have no no Spanish skills at all. Drivers do really, really good, but you're you're around watching. And I just I left with the thought, left that garage area with the thought where racers are racers. And man, these these guys, man, they they were they were awesome and, and they just put on a great show. They put on a great race and I love it. And uh I hope we get to see the NASCAR Mexico series running with us somewhere again down the road. Um, racers are racers. Mm-hmm. And man, they were just there, and man, they were they were happy to be there and uh it was fun. It was a fun, fun weekend, that's for sure. So and off to Daytona. Awesome deal. Awesome, awesome deal. deal, for sure. Hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to Jonathan Hassler here on the program, but I, I've reminded you this, and I'm going to keep hitting you over the head with this, folks. Okay, Like and share and subscribe, please, to all of our channels, the, 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 all of our MRM programs. This is how it's done. This is this is the new way of doing things. So right now, drop everything. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. Subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening. And share it with your friends, too. If you like what we're doing here on Crew Call, like, subscribe, share. And we do appreciate it. So we're going to step away when we come back. Jonathan Hassler, the reigning crew chief champion, he joins us next. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. And let's get right to it. He is our reigning championship winning crew chief from up at Team Penske. Jonathan Hassler joins us. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? Good morning, guys. Thanks for uh for having me on the show. Doing well. What's uh what's the what's the championship celebration been live? What's the when when did the calendar flip? What's the uh what's the what's what what's the mood? What's the sense up there after winning that championship last year?
2: Uh, yeah, the celebration was definitely good. Uh, you know, got to celebrate a few different times with, um, you know, the, the immediate race team with, with the whole company. And then obviously with the whole garage, the banquet in Nashville. So that was great. Um, but then we, you know, we got right back to it. Honestly, um, we went to Phoenix and tested early in December, tested some different aero packages for NASCAR, um, and and some different things that we wanted to look at as well. So, um, did that right away. And then, um, you know, took, uh, you know, a lot of the rest of December off and spent time with family, um, but then yeah, as soon as the the calendar turned over to 2024, we were back at it and, and trying to get ready for another season.
0: So, so talk about you brought up the Phoenix test, uh, first chance to get the Dark Horse Mustang out there on the racetrack uh, and play with different arrow packages. Uh, in a little bit of a hangover, had to be from celebration, but because uh, it was pretty quick right after the season, you, you, it, that that you kind of had to put your head right back to it. What'd you see out of that? What'd you learn from it?
2: Yeah, we tested, um, gosh, a handful of different packages for NASCAR, some different uh, splitter and diffuser uh, packages that they had worked on in the tunnel to, to just try and make the short track package better. You know, we've seen, feel like we've seen with this car that, um, you know, a lot of the, the racetracks where, um, you know, there's two, two grooves and the guys can race side by side, but this car is, is head and shoulders really over what we've had in the past. But we've certainly struggled, I think, at the the more one lane, single file. Uh, tracks to to make good racing so you know that test was kind of designed to to you know try and make those places a little bit better and um yeah we tried a few things that didn't work and then uh, a couple things that uh seemed to be similar or a little bit better to, to what we had uh last year and and um you know ended up with a diffuser package that uh certainly is um simpler and cheaper for the teams which i think will, will help everybody in the long run um, and, and, uh, as you know, at this point, we ended up kind of on a similar splitter to, to what we ran last year. Um, so a little bit of a change, but not a, not a drastic change from what we ran last year, but certainly expected to be a little bit better.
1: Jonathan, the test was a NASCAR test and you've talked about the splitter, the diffuser, everything that we're, we're going to change with the car there still has to be things that you with your team, with the new Mustang had to be nice to get your hands on that dark horse Mustang, understanding the motive, the mission was NASCAR, but it had to be neat for you guys to be one of the teams that got your hands on that new car.
2: Yeah, it was definitely good to, to get back out on the track. Um, you know, for us, we, uh, Phoenix was one of those races where we had practice and we got to try a couple different things. Um, and we had uh, a couple things that, uh, you know paths that we took from the test or from the prac from having practice but we really just try to you know key and understand those those different paths that we had from practice and kind of build on that
0: yeah yeah you know, it's uh it's it's impressive to do that it's your one opportunity off season. um I, I guess i'll go to this thing uh four wins counting the all-star win for you as a crew chief and a championship i don't know that anybody's done it quicker than that before but uh how has winning the championship changed things for you and and your outlook and and for the team?
2: Yeah, we um, you know, we've had uh a couple meetings, you know, with the with the whole group, with the whole twelve group. And um, you know, certainly, you know, after winning uh, winning the championship and uh you know, winning a handful of races, having a really good season, um, you know, you you things are definitely different. And I think you you just kind of have to talk, I think, as a team, um, you know, how you want to address those differences. And I think you know, we really wanted our focus uh, going into 2024 to to be, um, you know, just to continue the same approach and mentality that that we had in all of 2023, and and that's really just to to focus on being being better, kind of regardless of you know you're at the top of the board or the bottom of the board, just just continue to focus on on trying to be better week in and week out, and have a good process, and let kind of the results and everything else take care of itself.
0: It, so so in that whole piece, it looks like the momentum of the last three races of last year, which I felt like you were one of the best the last three you carried over to the clash uh, a, a pretty competitive drive up through the field and put yourself in position to compete for the win
2: yeah we had uh you know a really good race there um certainly kind of got behind the eight ball a little bit with with qualifying and and i made a uh, i think looking back probably a poor decision to try and qualify on scuffs um you know didn't have uh, uh you know obviously two years of data points and then um you know you think you kind of understand the trends of the track but then you know you you uh, go in there in a little bit different circumstances this year with i think the the Mexico series cars being there and um you know the track having a little bit different progression and and certainly um you know didn't work out the way we thought it would work out as far as qualifying goes and um yeah i had to start at the back of the field fortunately with uh you know the success we had last year we had the opportunity to still get in with the provisional and yeah i had a had a really good race car and had uh you know, we're uh, had a couple of uh, wrecks that um you know allowed us to gain a lot of spots in, in a short time. But then, you know, certainly we're able to pass a lot of cars on track too, and and uh, you know, be up there at the end of that race.
0: And you touched on it because you and the twenty both uh, made the made the call to to to, to put your stickers on in practice too and qualify on scuffs. As I think about it in the, in the history, when we've repaved a racetrack, and essentially the Coliseum is a repave every year because we tear it up and put it back down anew. Typically repaved scuffs have been equal if not better at times what what do you think changed that this time you, you you mentioned the mexico series but i i wouldn't even think when we had weekends with the xfinity series that it would change that much
2: yeah you know i, I definitely um had a similar thought to you uh todd that you know uh, scuffs uh, and some heat in the tires would be um you know wouldn't be a negative um and honestly i still wouldn't say that um have a full understanding of kind of what happened there it was kind of interesting if you go and look at each of the sessions um you know the not only was the second session uh slower for all the groups this year the the third uh group even for you know an equal amount of time on tires was uh a step slower so the the track was certainly going through some swings that were um certainly different than anything we'd seen in
1: the past well speaking of going through some swings we're all out there at the Coliseum on Saturday and we're planning, well, we're all watching our weather radar. Um, not sure when we're planning on running the race, whether we're gonna run it Sunday or whether we're gonna run it Wednesday or Thursday. What was what was the what was the shift that you guys had to make when the decision was made to qualify and run the race that night? How how drastic or how big or or how did, what what went into play when that was announced?
2: Yeah, I think um, you know, for us the, the biggest um I would say stress maybe on the whole weekend was just um you know when we got there we we um you know knew there was a possibility that we would kind of be impounded um all the way to the race and and, um didn't know at the time that that they were considering moving the race forward so you know there's a a, some equipment for sure that we can change on the car um you know uh, defrosters and um you know how you prep the windshield to to make sure that um you know if you do have to race in the rain that that's that you're ready for that and so we we didn't quite know how that would go um but you know otherwise the the rest of the the setup and the decisions um you know that that really wasn't a, a big deal for us we unloaded with what we thought was gonna be be the best um you know for the race and and uh didn't have you know plans of you know trying anything or, or making big changes um you know whether the, if we we're gonna get a roll through inspection again so I wouldn't say it really changed our process. Um, you just had to make decisions a, a good bit faster.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a lot faster. And, and, and kudos to everybody, teams, NASCAR, broadcast partners for making that happen, because I don't know that we would have gotten a race in. Looked, mm-hmm. like, uh, looked like it was going to be Wednesday or Thursday, and I, I don't know that that would have worked. Uh, you talked a little bit about you know the, the, the 12 team and, and winning a championship and kind of getting back to things. Uh, I would say a kind of significant change for you. Tim Fedua coming on to spot for you. How do you um, how do you how do you help nurture that relationship to get it ready for Daytona? A place that I would say spotter interaction with the driver and crew chief is is as important as any place.
2: Yeah, we've talked a lot about that, and and you know Ryan and Tim have kind of um, you know both watched uh, some film and and have a decent understanding of um, you know the uh, what each other are going to ask for and and um, you know sound like I think is pretty important just. Trying to, you know, the tone of the voice and how things come across is certainly uh, important and different from spotter to spotter and driver to driver. I think the one thing that we've realized is that, um, you know, there's there's really no, going to be no substitute for track time because, you know, it, it's it's um, the timing of when the messages kind of come across each way is is so important and there's really no way to simulate that without kind of being, um, you know, on the racetrack. So we've kind of got lay a plan out to to. Uh, Make sure we have, you know, a lot of recordings of of how things go in the duels and sit down on on Friday morning and, and, you know, talk through the duels and all the certain uh, situations that we went through and and make sure that we can, um, you know, make changes along the way going into the 500.
1: You talk about this in Daytona, the duel, the practice sessions from a spotter standpoint but look at a bigger picture let's assume that you survived the dual races and you're fairly happy with the race car how then do you approach those practice sessions are there are there do you, do you do you go out and shake the car down how assuming again everything goes well how do you how do you approach those couple of practice sessions we have after the dual races
2: yeah to be honest i think um, you know every year you go in and, and you say um, you know you know if my car is really good you know we we probably won't practice a lot, we'll, you know, manage risk. We'll um, you know, uh, keep time off the motor. Um, but ultimately I would say, uh, you know, you and the driver are always gonna be able to to pick apart a couple of different weaknesses on your car and things you want to work on and and you're gonna end up out there practicing um in some scenario, I'd say, um, kind of regardless. So we'll we'll try to, like I said, try to figure out what our strengths and weaknesses are um and, and you know do what we can in those practice sessions. Um We'll probably practice with our teammates instead of in a you know in a big pack, Um, but but try to improve on whatever uh, you know weaknesses we have.
0: Any part of that that kind of that the 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 following week's race at Atlanta would have impact on because that's almost like it's a speedway test session or practice session for going into Atlanta, right?
2: Yeah, certainly. There's um, you know it's same arrow arrow package. Um, Certainly, uh, some things for you know raw speed uh, certainly would apply. Um, You know, it's obviously. Um, really hard to, to like I said you, you don't want to go out in a huge pack and um, you know put yourself at risk and, and uh, pretty hard to simulate that otherwise. So um, yeah, we'll we'll do it the best we can with it for sure, but um, you know won't be uh, won't, won't be conditions at the end of the day won't be representative of Atlanta or or Daytona race.
0: And and to build off that, talk about the challenges of putting two speedway races back to back in the schedule from a from a car standpoint, from a parts standpoint. There's certain transaxles with different ratios. There's there's got to be some logistical challenges in this opening of the week of the of the schedule here.
2: Yeah, there's definitely some challenges for sure, and um, you know some additional challenges with with coming on with the dark horse. Where you know we're really getting a lot of our parts, um, or, or some of our parts for sure. Uh, you know, at, within uh, I would say 24 hours of getting the parts, they need to be kind of going on to the car. Um, so yeah, two different you know. Similar racetracks uh, combined with the darker certainly gives us some logistical challenges to the start of the year, but nothing that we can't uh, overcome.
1: Jonathan, we had you on after the championship at Phoenix, and Todd asked you about, you know, and, and we talked about last year, the progress you guys made over the course of the season. And Todd's question about was about, how do you make progress with 20-minute practice sessions? And your answer was, we make progress testing and learning during the races, to which then we unfold the fact, the importance of winning early. How important, as you develop this dark horse car, is it to to maybe knock out a win in the first third of the season, so that you you have these races, learning sessions. I mean, you want the trophy, I get that, but how important is it to to, to get a win maybe in here in the first third, first quarter of the season?
2: Yeah, Steve, I definitely think um, you know getting that win uh, the earlier you can get it, the the certainly the more time you have to go out and experiment and do things that um you wouldn't do otherwise yeah. so yeah you hit that on the head um you know it just opens up the box so like i said go out and
1: experiment and 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 learn a lot about your car jonathan final uh final thought for you here i snooped around on your social media i know you're an avid skier but am i right you guys did a van trip with the family and how was that
2: Oh uh, yeah, uh, avid skier. Uh, we decided to, to approach the trip a little bit differently this year. We, uh, yeah, we ended up, uh, renting a, a sprinter van going out west for, uh, 17 days and, and, uh, hitting multiple states. I think we put up a little over 3000 miles on the van and, uh, just over two weeks. So, uh, it was, a, it was a blast. Honestly, I, uh, it, you know, it was, um, our, our kids are young and we decided it was an opportunity that we probably weren't going to have, um, so decided to to go out and do it that way, and uh, had a blast.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. Hey, I I, I got one last thing. I'm looking. I, I know that office pretty well. Yeah. I like I like the trophy in the corner. That's a, that's a, that's a great accomplishment. Um, very Penske esque. The hat's not though. Tell me the story there.
2: Oh yeah, we um uh, you know we uh have worked really hard. I would say over the last couple of years to um have a really good relationship with uh, pit crew and road crew and try to do a lot of things together, try to have some, you know, common uh, gear and attire and, and goals and, um, you know, decided our, our, our uh, you know, motto this year would, would be to kind of forge horseshoes uh, just, um, you know, with the mindset being that we're going to make our own luck and, and work hard each and every week. And, uh, you know, all the results are just a product of our hard
1: work. So it's an anvil and a horseshoe and horseshoes don't happen by accident. So that's a neat stuff. Love it, that's for sure. Jonathan, we always appreciate your time joining us here on Crew Call. Look forward to catching up with you uh, real time down in Daytona. And uh, we'll talk to you, of course, uh, down the road. But thanks for joining us. Thanks, Steve and Todd. Thanks for having me on the show. There we go. Jonathan Hassler, the reigning championship-winning crew chief from up at Team Penske. Stay with us. More Crew Call in just a moment. Napa! Welcome back. It is crew call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage, and we love catching up with Jonathan Hassler. What a what a great uh, performance last year. Uh, Recovery is not the right word. What great progress they mm-hmm. made, and I'm anxious to see how they go forward with this and 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 how they approach the first third, first quarter of the season here.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. They came out with. A, I felt like Team Penske came out with a pretty strong performance at the Clash it's different than any other type of sure. racing, but it's still momentum. You still yep. build that in. And, uh, uh, you know, it's Ryan look is in, in the form that he was to through the last couple rounds of the playoffs. Uh, I think Jonathan's got a great opportunity here with, with, with everybody. It'd be interesting to see how that chemistry, we talked a little bit with Jonathan about it, but the spotter driver interaction, yep. the first two races are pretty important for that. So, uh, uh you know, Tim Fido is a great guy up top and, uh, We'll see how that that relationship matures.
1: Yeah, um, the, the whole clash thing is fascinating to me. We had our media day back a couple of weeks ago and I asked Martin Truex Jr. about that. And he says, if you don't believe in momentum, we we were you remember 2022 was dismal for for that 19 team and they won the clash. And he said that just sprungboard us into a really, really good season. So when you look at Ryan Blaney, when you look at Kyle Busch, when you look at Denny Hamlin and Chris Gabehart, getting good runs at the Clash is important. Not that you're going to take that set up to Daytona, but it is important to keep momentum and keep rolling. It just keeps us bringing everybody's
0: step and, and, and gives everybody an opportunity. You know, it's, it's the one thing you've got. And, and you, that, that championship, you got to live that all winter. Right. You know, it's this one gets you the Super Bowl weekend. Yes, so you get exactly, to you, yeah. you get to kind of have that spring for a little bit longer than typically having to shut it off on Monday, focusing forward. So uh, see what happens when they get to Daytona. But uh, you know, Ryan's one that I look at at <sighs> Daytona. So he's good. he's a perennial you know contender. Um, he if if I had to list three guys that are that are going to win down there, Ryan's going to be
1: one of them. Yeah, no doubt. When I look big picture at this season, I was just making some notes and jotting some things around. Of course, we know we have a new body with a Toyota, a new mm-hmm. body with a Ford. We get that Chevy's the same body. But when I look at the driver-crew chief uh, combinations, Hendrick Motorsports, Richard Shoulders Racing, Joe Gibbs Racing, 2311, Team Penske, RFK, and no changes. That to me, uh, I've done some radio shows as we get ready for this Mm -hmm. weekend's 500 and everything, and people ask me, I say, you gotta look at that that group, A, they're the premier teams, when you talk Team Penske, Hendrick, Joe Gibbs Racing, but to have all of those combinations coming back is there? There are going to be some solid teams rolling into Daytona. Yeah,
0: continuity speaks speaks volumes. When you get that opportunity to continue to work together, not only within driver and crew chief pairings, but within the organization, because that sharing information, the trust values there, you know, so that those guys come forward. It, it it's going to be interesting where all this plays
1: out. Yeah, fun stuff. That's for sure. It'll all play out starting with the Great American Race, the Daytona Five Hundred. Pumped up about it. Really excited. It's going to be a fun time for sure.
0: Yeah, you brought it up. The, the Ford bringing the Dark Horse Mustang body forward and the and the Toyota Camry XSE. Uh, two new bodies come into uh, Speedway Racing. I look, I'm interested to see what happens here because not only did Toyota build a new body, as I look at it, it looks like it's got a little bit more Speedway raceability to it. The yeah. nose looks a little flatter, not yep. to have the points as much as it used to. I think it's got some Speedway pieces into it. I think the fact that they've brought Legacy Motor Club on board has gotten them to a number where Toyota now doesn't have to tie into somebody else's strategy. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. It's typically been a manufacturer strategy. Ford plays theirs. Chevrolet plays theirs. Toyota found their way around in between that. They
1: climb onto someone else's strategy, yes. But I
0: feel like now they've got enough cars that we're going to see three
1: separate strategies play out. Yep. Gonna be fun, that is for sure. And it all kicks off this week down at Daytona. You're watching this on Wednesday tonight. We have poll qualifying 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Motor Racing Network. Blue-green vacation duel at Daytona. That's at 6 o'clock on Thursday. Friday, we start things at 5:30 in the afternoon with a practice session. And then the trucks, the fresh from Florida 250. NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race Friday night at 7 o'clock. Saturday, we have a uh, triple header coverage. We start in the morning at 10.30 with NASCAR Cup Series practice, the final practice session. Happy hour, the old happy hour, as they call it. 1.30, the Arkham Menard Series race. And at 4.30, the United Rentals 300 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And... Sunday, 1.30 p.m., the 66th running of the Daytona 500. Mike Bagley will bring us on the air with NASCAR Live Race Day, and we will roll in to the great American race. It is going to be a fun, fun week. And, uh, man, there is nothing better, Todd, than getting things started down at Daytona. I mean, I know we did the class, but nothing better than getting things started at Daytona.
0: Yeah, you get busy. You get busy with yeah. a lot of stuff going on uh, in Wednesday right through. So uh going to be great. It's great to have races season. season. Active racing season. Active
1: racing season. That's right. As in, uh, uh, exactly. Uh, there you have it. Uh, MRN has great programming all week long or all during the week as well on our streaming service, NASCAR live, our Tuesday night tradition, NASCAR wide open or NASCAR live wide open. Easy for me to say NASCAR coast to coast wing nation. And of course, getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home. Isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. This program, Crew Call, and if you're liking what you're listening to and seeing on MRN, like, share, like, share, share it with everybody. We appreciate that. That is for sure. Off to Daytona. Here we go. Another trip around the season. He's Todd Gordon. I'm Steve Post. Thank you for joining us here on Crew Call on the Motor Racing Network.